Well, hello there, dear church boys, and welcome to St. Robert's Day Game Pickup Podcast, episode 31, coming to you from the large, amazing, and busy New York City. I am here with Mr. T. I've been staying at his place in Manhattan for around a week. I've uh, taken a long-ish trip to North America to coach students in Canada and Toronto and in the USA in Chicago and New York City. And we decided to do a podcast episode with Mr. T on day game in New York because there is a lot of info and the info is very mixed many say New York City is very tough to day game in there are harsh blowouts girls with strong frames too busy streets everyone's serious and not very polite so we decided why not talk about it Mr. T lives here and well I've been coaching here so this is some real info on day game in New York City. Mr. T, what's your overall, like a overall, your overall thoughts on day game in, in this city? Uh, well, I think day game is good in this city. <laughs> it's, it's tough, but I originally left San Francisco because I wanted to be in a city that had a lot of people there's good traffic over here and you have girls from all over the world so if you really wanted to get exposure this is really the city to be like you have your pick whatever is your thing <laughs> it's available here unless there's actually one thing I haven't seen a lot of mm -hmm. girls in hijabs yeah, I haven't seen that either. Like only a few, but, but because I thought about, I saw a lot of them in Antwerp, and so, so I know I know guys. There are guys that wanna try day gaming them. So yeah, that's one thing you can find here. But other than that, if we look at the hotness of girls in New York City, what are your thoughts? It's a spectrum. It's a spectrum. It's a spectrum. But again, as I say, there's something here for everybody. Um, if you really want to go on the super hot end or I guess objectively hot end, uh, you can make it. You can do it. You'll find those girls here. Um, you will find the average girls and you'll find, I believe, lots of sevens. Um, you will find lots of eights. Yeah. Lots of eights here. The girls dress better here anyway. So even if they were somewhat average, their style usually makes up for it. This is what we spoke about, how New York girls are a little bit like Russian girls. They know how to look good. Even if they are dressed in a simple style, it's they, they still know how to make it look amazing. So from hotness, so as I told, I went to Toronto, I went to Chicago, and now I'm in New York City. And, Pay attention, this, this podcast is recorded in mid-February, so it has been cold, it has been some days sub-zero Celsius, how much is freezing temperature in Fahrenheit, so that guys 32. know. 32. So it has been, yeah, we have been out when it's freezing temperature outside. Of course, day game is different in summer, but if I have to talk about Toronto, Chicago and New York, 
then in terms of hotness in uh, winter I think New York would be number one and uh, Chicago and Toronto would be kinda on the same level but if you look at day gaming in winter then I believe uh, either then I believe Chicago and Toronto for day gaming in winter is better than New York mm -hmm. because in New York there are very few places where you can day game indoors yeah that's true uh, we so during your coaching I was kind of shadowing you and we were out in pretty much zero degrees or 32 degrees Fahrenheit and it really sucked uh, but we pushed through and we really needed places indoors I think we did the platforms. No, we didn't do the platforms we, as much. We did some I did the platforms. platforms. <laughs> like students went in, but I think some of them, no, there were some opens and platforms. Uh, we did one more, which we will talk about later. But if we talk about hotness, New York has amazingly hot girls. A lot of model faces with those high cheekbones. I actually, when I, when I arrived here, I was like, so many Russians here, so many cute chicks, and, and Mr. T says, no, they are actually American, and they were American. So I was surprised to see that, but New York is big in modeling. So I think that is partly why the city is so full with really beautiful, tall girls. Mm -hmm. But again, whatever is your thing, you can find it here, because there are so many people on the streets, it's just unbelievable. That was one thing that I, I had heard before coming here, that streets are very busy, streets are so busy, it's hard to day game. I was expecting way more people on streets than I saw, to be honest, except when I went to Times Square, not even Times Square, but like 8th Avenue, <clears throat> just disaster, so many people, I would, I would never day game there. But if it comes to the places where I coach my students and where you normally day game, and we'll talk about those places a bit later, traffic was okay. But there were times when it's too busy. There, there are streets that do get too busy. Yeah. And you as a New York day gamer, how do you think, because uh, you know my thoughts on this, but what's your real life experience on day gaming on streets that are really really busy is it worth it or is it uh, not really worth it it is it is worth it sometimes and the biggest problem is really not you will have good traffic the problem is if you want to do a front stop it's going to be significantly difficult and there are many times when i will throw the technique out of the window like i'm not going to do a proper front stop because it's not possible so i'll just make sure i can at least at least open the set and then quickly adjust um so yeah in the really busy places doing stops or going through the crowd quickly to catch up to a girl you really like can be somewhat difficult and that's a thing for day gamers for new day gamers for beginners if a beginner would attempt to do that <laughs> massive failure it would be a massive failure to do anything but the strongest front stop in New York City if a day gamer isn't experienced enough even for good day gamers it's just so much better to do a front stop but yes sometimes the streets are too so busy you cannot do a proper front stop so what I what my thinking was 
and I've noticed this in different cities as well. And uh, let's say when I coach in some cities in Europe, everyone knows about Prague. Because, mm -hmm. well, years back Tom said Prague is amazing, it became overgamed very fast. And if you go to Prague, then unless it's really cold, you will, you will probably, like, if you're there for a few days, you'll see some guys in sets. Or you'll see some guys looking at you in sets and you'll know they're day gamers. Uh, or I've had guys come up with me there on the street recognizing me. If you think about cities that are a bit overgamed, then, well, girls are used to being opened on that one street where all the day gamers go. And I always find it funny how all the day gamers are concentrated in the same areas on this one street or on this one corner. What I do is I go to what I call second tier streets. I go to streets that are still very busy and I day game there. But they are way less busy than, than the main street, main day game street. So let's say we're talking about New York and we're talking about Soho, which is one of the areas so we day gamed in a lot. Mm -hmm. Broadway is the main street in Soho. And like another busy street would be, I think Prince was pretty busy at times. Not all, not at all times, but at some point. No, actually not Prince, Spring. Spring was very Spring. busy at some, yeah. So mm -hmm. let's say Broadway is the main street in Soho. And if it's too busy, and you day game there, you're just making life complicated for yourself. And I just, I just say to students, don't make life complicated for yourself. Don't go to those really, really crowded streets or over game streets. Find smaller streets right next to those over game streets and day game there. And I think it's very important in New York, if you're learning, to find hidden nice places where you will be able to practice day game without having to make the most perfect front stop or, 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 or anything like that. Find places, find hidden places where people are a bit more chilled out, are a bit more open to day game. And that's very important. In yeah. One more thing is to also make sure that the places, the busyness has to do a lot with the crowding. When Robert talks about busyness, it has to do with a lot of the crowding. And in addition, this has to do with all the other hustlers on the street. The worst place you could ever game is where there are lots of people trying to get people to sign up, where there are lots of homeless people or beggars trying to get money. And in New York, one of the places that's like that is uh, Union Square. Union Square is overgamed. It has so many people trying to get attention of passersby. It's a nice spot because it has lots of traffic, but um, yes, if you do want to make life easy for yourself, uh, Union Square may not necessarily always be the best place to go. Yes, uh, we saw that's the same stuff in some subway stations and in, in general in different locations on the street. Well, since we started this, let, let's talk about a bit about uh, the importance of looks in New York if you're day gaming and I think it especially applies if you are not white. <laughs> I think it's more I think it's even more important if you're not yeah. white here in this city <laughs> because uh, you see a lot of people approaching you on the street to ask for something. Mm -hmm. And so what's your because you have a lo loads of experience and I coached an Indian student here in New York City. And you being black and day gaming, you had so your, 
aha moments that you've experimented with in the past that we spoke uh, about on some previous podcast we did the podcast yeah, on, on Belgrade I think yeah we did some we, we spoke something about about yeah. being black and day gaming in New York City so what are your thoughts on this topic I think and I haven't verified this because as far as I know well actually I have a friend of mine who's also black too but um, I think that looks matter in that there's a lot of the people who are begging on the street are black and I always used to feel that when I was doing an approach I was almost always immediately put in the same bucket so I had to change my style as much as possible to not be considered one of those people because people are in New York are very fast then autopilot so they will quickly make snap decisions on who to avoid where to walk and uh, as a day game, if you're really trying to stop someone, you want to make sure that they, for a second, give you time to listen to you do the open. Because many times you get um, the kind of blanking, um, what is it, rejection? Not rejection. I don't call them rejection. Yeah, just, just like it's just walk. that they, they just literally see you, but then they're like, okay, I'm assuming it's the beggar, and they just keep walking. They're, yes. they're like, I'm busy, I'm on the phone. So um, I did my best to change my style. I try to emphasize my accent as much as possible, might as well, it's very different. And, uh, and in addition to that, I have to have a lot more assertiveness. I need to be more, uh, I need to stand my ground a bit more and kind of um, command uh, a kind of presence whereby it's like, no, I expect you to stop. I'm telling you something, you're not just gonna walk away from me kind of thing. I mean, I'm not assaulting people. I'm no, just, no, I'm no, just commanding this presence, right? There's this presence that most um, people who are begging will never have, which is why it's easy to kind of walk away from them because they're kind of begging and they'll let you go the moment you ignore them. But I try to not be ignored uh, within boundaries, of course, of what's acceptable. I saw that a lot and I was... Uh working on that a lot with students because what what they noticed in my sets when I did demos was I would open a chick she would walk around me she would start walking away and then she would stop and come back in several cases because yeah. I was there and I was 100% expecting like mm -hmm. sweetie we're talking here like you're not gonna go anywhere and she comes back she comes back and she gives you attention. And I noticed when other day gamers that I, uh, on the first days when I was coaching them, soon they would open and they would expect the blowout, <laughs> even they, even though they did everything right. Like very small nuances in, in the way they were uh, stopping girls gave away that they were expecting to get a blowout. It was maybe not being 100% in front of them, maybe not being 100%, how do you say that, squared up with them. Yes, where you don't square your shoulders. Yes, and, and they were maybe, maybe the feet were perfectly squared up, but one shoulder was slightly to one side, and she would use that to walk yeah. around them. And fixing really small nuances like that helped get more girls to stop. And then when girls still went around them, what students would do, they would turn around, and boom, the girl would walk away. I told them, stand your ground. Your feet are on the ground. Even if you shift your shoulders when she walks around, you never move your feet. As soon as they would do that, girls would start stopping more and more and more. 
Yeah. There's one more thing that I do. Um, I guess you could, yeah, you can analyze it to the way you want. But uh, eye contact is important. Uh, so, so sometimes you may do the stop properly. A student may do the stop properly, but not hold eye contact with the person that's stopping. And there's this weird thing with human beings that if you're not being watched, you'll have, you have kind of, you're less, you're more inclined to do something bad. So people are more likely to ignore you if they don't think you're looking at them. But I usually hold very strong eye contact, just like, I see you. And some, I guess in a way my face also says, I see you, but I'm trying to tell you something. So holding that eye contact while staying planted is like, hey, I'm saying something. And also projecting your voice usually if they walk if they're still walking i will actually increase my volume and still do the opener while i'm fixed and sometimes they will come back they're like oh okay this is not someone trying to sell me something because uh, autopilot is always in there they're like ah someone's trying to sell me something someone's trying to beg for something and you have a chance in those little minute those little small steps to kind of get them snap them out of that um, prejudgment and kind of get them to to pay a little attention yeah we will definitely talk later a bit more about how easy or hard is it to get the girls to stop how easy it is to run full sites get numbers how flaky the girls and how easy the dates are uh, so in general the conclusion is you have to have really strong stops and you have to look good you can't be stereotypically put in a group which will happen if you because new york is really everyone is going somewhere it's like it's busy it's a city where people know how to not bump into each other in crazy situations it's like sent like millimeters like you yeah, yeah, like like race cars and they but they don't bump into each other that's what i noticed and i think what uh someone who moves to new york might do they might get pissed off and start bumping into people to get where they want to go it was a strong, a really strange thing I noticed. It's, it's like a really, it's like a crazy mechanism, but it's working. But that was really incredible for me. So yes, dress really well. Don't put yourself into any stereotypical groups. If you do, then don't even go out day gaming. There is zero point in going out day gaming in New York City if you can be even slightly associated with a beggar, with someone to trying to get them jo a girl join your religion or anything like that. Like whatever you do, however good your stop is, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna work. It's just people in New York won't help you. If oh you yeah! Do. Oh my God, they won't. <laughs> yeah, because I was um, I was uh, trying to buy a metro card, which is what you need what you need to, to ride trains and subways here. And uh, as I'm buying it, an Indian guy comes up to me and he says, hey, is this where you buy a Metro card? And he starts explaining me how he's here to participate in America's Got Talent. I think he's part of the guys who did really well or like, I don't know, some real, I think they got really good results. Uh, I might be wrong. I, I didn't double check. So anyways, he was participating there and uh, he just says, listen, I have to get to New Jersey, but I can't seem to figure out this machine. I can't seem to figure out how to buy it. So I couldn't figure out theater because they wouldn't take my card. And I ended up buying him a ticket and I was going the same way. So we went together and we had a chat and he said he walked up to many people before me and tried to figure out, tried to get help to get to New Jersey. No one would even talk to him. Mm -hmm. And me being not a New Yorker, just like, oh yeah, sure. Let, let me fin finish my thing. 
and he was like trying to he was trying to not disturb me too much because I was for five minutes I was trying to figure it out and he was almost walking you know it's like wait dude like let me finish I'll help you no problem and yes so unless your stop is really good I mean if yeah. you're lost in New York City you're dead <laughs> that actually you know that's actually happened to me before there are times when I was not even trying to game I was trying to get some help and I realized that no one will stop for you so I started using the same tactics I use in game, which is like be very literally look someone straight in the eye or kind of step in their way and be like, hey, I'm talking to you. I need to find this place kind of thing. Uh, funny thing actually happened when you were teaching one of your students, there was an old lady who had been begging, like she'd been trying to get people's attention. They're all just brushing, brushing past her. She was trying to find Zara. And I could see from the body language because I understand I've now kind of become more attuned to filter out beggars and people actually need genuine help based on their body language. So I just walked straight to her, holding two coffees in hand, and she's like, I'm trying to find Zara. And because I know Broadway really well, I'm like, okay, it's over there. But for a long while, she was just standing in the middle of the road trying to get anyone to stop. Um, and just knowing that from the innocent, if someone who is genuinely trying to get help is not getting anyone to stop for them, you as a day gamer really, really need to have you need to be on point with everything. You need to have that presence. You need to command that presence and you need to be somewhat assertive to get them to actually listen to you. So let's get to a question many guys will want to know. Where do you day game in New York? And that's the beauty of New York. It's, it's so busy that I think wherever you're staying, you can find a neighborhood, a square or park or I don't know, a place to day game at. We day gamed in Manhattan, but I think what what are your thoughts? Let's say someone is staying in other parts of New York, not Manhattan. I'm not, I, let's not go into details what exactly what exact places they should go to. But how do you think if they're staying in let's say Bronx or Brooklyn or any other neighborhoods, will they find places to day game there? Never been as high as the Bronx. Is it, no idea about the Bronx. What, what's what's Bronx? Is it a bad neighborhood? No, 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 I don't know. It's just all the way. It's just really far. Okay. Uh, it's really far. Ideally, you want a game closer to where you live, assuming you can find a place that has traffic. Um, that far north, no idea. Harlem's good. If you live in Harlem, you don't necessarily need to come down the upper east side and west side near Central Park. I think those areas are good if you live that far up. Um, for Brooklyn, Williamsburg's good. Um, there's a place near the Apple Store that has a long street. Uh, I've gamed there before. That's a good place. Okay. Uh, in general, if people are staying, well, let's quick, let's shortly touch upon New Jersey because mm -hmm. we have some listeners from New Jersey, and I think you moved like a week ago from from Jersey City, from the best spot in Jersey City, right across the bridge. Mm -hmm. You moved to Manhattan, because Manhattan is just so better for day game. And I had a student who lives in New Jersey, and it's just not good for game. Yeah, uh, so I didn't like gaming. You see my neighborhood, the one that I was at. Um, it's a bit tiny, and I feel that in, in when you're day gaming, when you're out, I, I don't want to have a lot of time between my sets. I really like to keep the momentum going because it allows me to stay out of my head, um, especially if I'm solo, which when I'm solo, yeah, it just allows me to stay 
kind of keep the momentum and keep the vibe going. Where I was living, there just wasn't that kind of traffic and there would have been a lot of time wasted. Uh, and one more thing is when I'm out, I kind of like sometimes will time box my sessions to two hours. And uh, if I want to get everything done in two hours, just having a nice dense area is good enough so that I can do other things in my life. Um, Jersey City, uh, malls, <laughs> malls are good. I actually met up with the student that you mentioned and he does malls really well. Uh, he doesn't have any fear of doing approaches within closed spaces, unlike most street day gamers. So he has an upper hand with that. But yeah, not ideal. Okay, and the people who come to New York and who will day game in Manhattan, which is the best place to day game, hands down, in New York. Yes. What would be the three places you suggest they check out for day game? So I like Soho. Um, Soho, Broadway, Lafayette. That area has a good enough amount of traffic and it has a lot of very fashionable ladies walking around. Very, um, yeah. very beautiful ladies. Tons and, of fates. tourists Tons too. of fates. <laughs> yes. Seriously. And some tourists too. Lots of students uh, who go to NYU. So I feel that that's a very rich area. And that's one good spot. Um, I've done Washington Square Park a few times. I don't always do it because I feel like it's sometimes saturated. But... Um, By day gamers or by day gamers or it just gets old because i'm kind of like walking around the same park over and over yeah it's it's not a big park it's a small um, park yeah, it's a very tiny park but that's a good spot uh it's it on on good days you can also just hang out there and kind of you could possibly do a half a half a two hour a full one hour session over there if you're very active and get some good sets definitely um the third I like doing 23rd, along 23rd um, Street. Um, so I walk along 23rd Street between 6th Avenue and Broadway, and then I make my way down towards Union Square. Union Square, again, super saturated. Um, if you're a beginner, <laughs> I guess that's your, it's your choice to go there. But Beginners should go to the most cliche day game spots because there are reasons why they are most cliche day game spots. They are in some ways the best. That's why everyone goes there. The smarter day gamers probably don't go there because it's like... Yeah. But the, every, every beginner day game this. And it's good. They should do it. I, 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 I take my coaching students to the sometimes to the most cliche day game spots. They are good for a reason. They're cliche for a reason. Yeah, and I guess this is going to eventually, we're going to talk about this later, which comes to do with the vibe. There's certain places you don't want to go to, or as a, if you're like a very green beginner, may not necessarily be that ideal, especially in, specifically in New York City. Um, we'll touch on that shortly. But yeah, you know, Square isn't bad. Uh, when I first moved to Manhattan, I literally was there. I lived close by and I was there almost every day. I was very dedicated. Rain or, rain or snow. Um, yeah, that was, those were fun times when I first it was like there. It was like when we first met and you were uh, surprised how me and Batman were in the streets. So oh, yeah, regardless yeah. what time of the day it is, what day of the week it is, it's just those guys just start day gaming, day gaming, day gaming. Yeah, it was only when I saw you guys how dedicated and how much you were gaming that I was like, man, I'm 
you guys are either crazy or I'm not doing this to the level that I should be. Yeah, well now you're crazy as well, so welcome to the club. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, so Soho, uh, Washington Square Park and Union Park, right? Union Square. Union Square, yes. Okay, well, let's talk about the toughness of day game or easiness of day game here in different parts of interaction. We'll go over opening, running sets and getting numbers, we'll go over flaking or flakiness and how easy it is to get uh, from a date to lay. Uh, important thing to understand, when I did this trip it was not planned. I had bought tickets to Morocco to go lay on a beach, learn surfing and drink beer. That's all I wanted to do because it was cold in Europe. I wanted to escape cold and I got a student from Toronto and as soon as I got a student from Toronto, I announced my trip that I'm going to North, North America to several cities in US and I was booked non-stop. Like I barely had any days off from coaching. Which means, uh, by this time, uh, my love towards day game is uh, being questioned. I'm kind of a day game, but I still love. I, I love this time, but I've, I've been on the streets countless, countless hours. Mr. T spent uh, two days in a row shadowing me while I was coaching a student, and uh, he was uh, even after the first day, he was bitching like a little girl about how his calves and, and feet hurt. So I've been doing this for one and a half months non-stop. So uh, why am I telling this? Uh, on this trip, I made the decision that I'm not here to day game, I'm here to coach. So my experience in day game was 90% uh, coaching students on, on seeing what works for them. And I, I only did as, enough sets uh, as much as I needed to do as demos. So take that into consideration. I will share my experience from opening and running good sets. So, and Mr. T will talk about flakiness and getting from dates to lays, especially about New York. Because New York was where I spent the least time, least amount of time. I spent more time in Toronto, coached several students there, coached several students in Chicago. But in New York, I coached only one real student. The rest were one-day students, and, and that's to fix small, small things. I don't normally do that. So Mr. T will definitely be chipping in more than I when it comes to flakiness and uh, getting from dates to lays. Okay, well, uh, opening. How hard is it to get a girl to stop in New York City? Uh, and uh, I don't even want, no, I don't want to ask you this question. I want to answer this myself. And there is a reason. So when I learned day game, I, I, I put myself out there and I, I started with really strong front stops. I, 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 I never started with weak stops. I transitioned to weak stops, weak because in a, well, for a beginner, the stops that I do now, everyone who has seen who I day game, they would be like, what the fuck, no one would stop with the stops. Lazy stops, yeah. They are lazy stops from the side, from the back, like really mm -hmm. dumb shit. But it works, because once you have the frame and a really good vibe, they stop. Not in New York City, but they yeah. stop. <laughs> New York, yeah. Not in New York City, yeah. yeah. I, even here, I got some stops like that. I tried, and at first it didn't work, but then it started working. Uh, so, 
when guys learn day game in cities that are easy for day game and they think they understand day game and then they start traveling and then they go to Russia and everyone's bitching about how Russia is so hard to day game or they go to New York and they're bitching about how New York is so hard to day game they just are used to places where it's easy to day game where you can make all the mistakes on the site and girls still will stop. stay stop stay give her number come on a date and sleep with you there are places there kinda are places like that, kinda. Not really, but kinda. So when they come to New York, it's not that New York is that much harder, it kinda is, but it's that their skills are subpar. Their stops are shit, they will learn shit stops. And I know, so for me, when I come to New York, I know, well, I just have to do the stops I used to do and it will work, and, and they do work, it's amazing. Um, but uh, when I go to other cities, I, I just like, I know I can just lightly tap on the shoulder and it's like, hey, sorry. And she'll stop and she'll be there with the Bambi eyes. And and I, I remember when each time you go to Europe, you go back to, to New York and you're always like, oh, damn, Europe fucked up my day game. Yeah, <laughs> it's because you don't want to do strong stops in at least, yeah in Europe. You don't want to do strong stops because you're just a crazy person. It's It's so much overkill. Um, yeah, the girls will stop so long as you have even the minute amount of frame to just stop them. Like, just stand, face them, and look them in the eye. Nothing Belgrade. <laughs> Belgrade. Unlike everyone else who was on that trip, I had no problem stopping people, right? I can say Belgrade, yes. For me, stopping people was easier because technically I'm kind of exotic. Um, the the power in my stops i feel was on par with what would have gotten the girls to stop um in new york i think sometimes those similar stops like me just walking straight in front of someone who's walking my direction just yeah like some girl yesterday ran away like remember yeah i tried to do that and the girl literally freaked out and ran away Whereas well, she didn't Bel run, but well, she, she, she ejected the. Yeah, she freaked out. Yes. Whereas in Belgrade, that would have like she'd have just stayed planted. Yes. Right. So that level of um, assertiveness, I guess, kind of, it works pretty well for me. So I wouldn't complain about Belgrade. Planning on going back there. Let's let's send all the day gamers to, to Belgrade. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah, because Tom in his latest podcast said that uh, Tehran is an amazing place for day game. I really it's think he was fucking joking. <laughs> it must be a lie. So guys, if you want a really easy day game spot, go to Belgrade, Serbia. Yeah, you'll become vegan. You'll. Be <laughs> That's an inside joke. But That's an inside joke. Yeah. Uh, Okay, so let's get down to the topic. Opening in New York City. If your open is good? If your open is good, uh, you then have to stack well. Um, or actually, the stop would be good because then you have to then work through the, the whole process. And um, you do have to get the girls to forget slightly where they were going. Um, yeah. I don't know. Well, what's your take? Uh, I will get to my take. So you know the local day gamers, and you saw how detailed I was about front stops and how I made students pay attention to incredibly mm -hmm. small details. And once they did, magic happened. Yep. So what I want to know from your experience as you are the local uh, day gamer and you know other local day gamers, 
what's uh, what percentage of local day gamers that you know have really good enough, strong enough front stops for this city? Ooh. <laughs> Given that you've seen what actually works and, and yeah. The uh man, like front stops? Like the the yeah the We're talking about just front stops. We're talking just front stops, good enough for this city. Broadway I've not, or Prince. I've or... not gone out with anyone that had a good enough front stop. So no one? Nope. Okay. And I've gone, I've been winging with a lot of people. No, even I, I'd given up front, I'd not given up, I'd kind of switched to doing side stops or like lazy stops, but then at some point I realized that I was lose. I was just not stopping them anymore. So I started going back to front stopping just so that I. I can uh, hold more sets, but yeah, of all the people I'm wing with, if if I'd met someone that did proper great front stops, that would be like a wing I'd be out with all the time. Yeah. Okay. So my, my take on this is, uh, if you wanna, if you want really to succeed or have an opportunity to succeed, because we we're just talking about the first step of the interaction, just to stop, you will have to be one hundred percent in front of them. One hundred percent. You will have to be one hundred percent squared up with them, shoulders straight, yes. not turn, not anything like that. You will have to speak loud, loud, low. You will have to speak slow. If you speak fast, they will run away. Yes. They will just the, the speed of the voice. I I was teaching it so hardcore. I did demos here, or to demonstrate how important. Uh, the, how important the way you speak is. I did demos where, and I started doing this recently mm -hmm. in Chicago, I think. I did demos, no, in Prague uh, when I coached Salty. So what I did was I would stop girls without saying a single word and once they are 100% stopped and we get the eye contact, I would start talking and say, hi, sorry, I know this is very random, da 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 da. Uh, so here your stop has to be really really strong if you do everything right uh, some of them will stop <laughs> will some most of them stop no oh no. actually yeah most of them like yesterday they will kind of try to listen to you for a second yeah they'll try I, to they'll pause you know that you did a good stop if they're kind of at least pausing to hear you out yeah, and then you have to work. Then you get to to running your sets. Or here it was, you have to stack really well. You have to have a good stack, and it cannot be like, oh, you must be a New Yorker. Well, in New York, everyone, no one. The, the secret about New York, no one, almost no one here is a New Yorker, but they all want to think they are New Yorkers because they've been living here for ten years. So you have to have a good stack with like, oh, you actually don't look like a New Yorker. Mm -hmm. And then they thought, oh, I actually am, but I'm originally from, we saw a lot of girls from Cali, from, I don't know, like all around the place. So you have to have really good stacks. Once you get a topic, you have to be able to use Launchpad really, really good. When I think about Cali, I think about three things. A, B, and C. C is a tease, and ideally you add I can already imagining, imagine you in A doing B while C. You paint a picture. If you do that perfectly, you're in. They will, if you do the beginning of a set perfectly, the opening, the stacking, and use launchpad perfectly, you are in. Some of them will stay, like, I don't know, 30% maybe will stay, and then you can start having a conversation, running your set. 
So this is what I noticed. This, this beginning has to be very, very technical. And one, as one student told me, he said, well, I thought London Day Game model is approximately how the set should look like. And after the coaching session, he said, okay, I learned that it is exactly how the set should look like, like words, phrasing, speed, stop, every tiny detail has to be on spot. Is it saying on it? Point. On point, yeah, on point to make it work here. And if you do that, they will stop and you will get the numbers. Because if they stop, very often you will get the numbers. That was my experience with students, with girls that would stay and have a <laughs> chat. They, they, if, if the students were closing strong, they yeah. would get the numbers. Yeah. If you close weak, they will be like they'll just leave. The same way if you have a, yeah. a if you have a not strong stop, they find a way out. And if you have a not strong close, they find a way out. And they all have boyfriends, boyfriends. or seeing someone. Or oh, New York is what like way more women than guys. Yep. It's crazy. Yeah, I have a friend of mine who, who once when a girl told him, "Hey, I have a boyfriend." He's like, "What?" In New York, I've heard that's basically being single <laughs> <laughs> and he got the date and he got the lay <laughs> yeah i've heard the, i've heard so many strange things guy lately lately on the chat we've had so many strange things guys say when girls have boyfriends it's kind of funny how long have you had that problem for yeah but like that one's great i i oh, have mixed good. feelings about it i love and hate it i would have i it's not something i would use but i saw students use it and it worked so yeah. well i guess it's okay it, it, will, it will make them laugh I, I mean i used it the other evening and the girl paused for a second but of course everything else about the set was shit so it didn't really it's like you know like you have a little bounce and then like you know it's dead nonetheless yeah so in general if you open good if you stack good if you can storytell or at least use launchpad and tease by the way yes very Teasing. big thing for americans it was when we met you were one of my first students you were i think my first international student and your big thing was you could run you could you could stop you could run sets but you were having a nice guy small talk and all we did was we focused on uh, teasing yeah the sets, to be honest, I look back and I know that how I was running the sets because there was really no sexual tension in there. Yes. And that's what, that's really what I needed to add. Yes. Because without that, it was just a friendly conversation. Yeah, and it's the same in US. Almost every student I've coached from US, maybe even every student I coach from US, has a very big challenge teasing. They, they are, it's really hard for them to learn teasing. And I understood why, because upbringing here teaches you to not to I don't know to be polite uh, to not be in anyone else's space to be considerate etc etc so people are raised to be very nice so it's very hard for them to then learn teasing and uh, these chicks that uh, I don't know what whatever what drugs or drinking or partying or anything and uh, there are places like uh, in Chicago and Toronto I learned you kind of have to calibrate your teasing because people there are very PC mm -hmm. and you can't tease that hard I, whereas in New York New York is a crazy city where anything goes and here again you can tease pretty hardcore and you have to tease here to run good sets uh, yeah okay let's get to the next topic how flaky are the numbers in New York or how likely it is to get a date once you get a number and here is where I want your input, Mr. 
day. I feel like that really depends, honestly, on how well you run your sets. Um, I don't find it that hard getting numbers. Like, I feel like my number close ratio is one in three, maybe one in four in a terrible day. But uh, of those that respond, oh man, let's see. Uh, so let's, I think I would say maybe what? 40% ping back rate. Um, What's, I, I'm really interested in conversion from number to yeah. date. And I, I, I suppose you don't keep detailed stats on this, but Not as much if you had to guess, like what's for, from getting a number to getting a date, What's so if I, if I had eight numbers, I think I could get one date, maybe two. From how many numbers? Eight. From eight, that's good. No, my open to date was one out of five. To uh, open, no number to date, number to date. Like I would get one date for every five numbers I got on average. Every five numbers. Yeah, yeah, I think that's about that's also about right. So yeah. if your game is decent, it's pretty much similar to other yeah. places. So ten. Yeah, yeah. And this also assumes that you are not in the in the downward spiral of game. Like when you're out in a session, you have like those terrible ones. Like no, on, no. Av on average, talking, on yeah. average, yeah, on average, I think you could do one in five. Like a day gamer who kind of knows, kind of knows what he's doing and is not dumb, but is like experienced day gamer. Yeah. Well, we shouldn't call any experience any <laughs> day gamers dumb, but no, like there are guys who do strange indirect game and, and really True. weird things. And though uh, an extra thing is, a lot of my dates do end up in LA. So yes. even if I may have like a one in ten to date, usually I will convert that date. It's very rare that I do a date that doesn't convert usually the, it fell it ends at the the pinging somewhere in the texting it will just die so they make a decision to sleep with you before coming out i i imagine so do you know approximately what's your date to lay ratio i have not looked at those stats mine is like 50 percent date to rail date to lay ratio yeah so you have like 10 dates how many lays do you have you get out of or that? 10 dates like 10 how first many? dates 10 first dates? Yeah, so how many lays? I probably get five lays. Okay, yeah, it's yeah, the same as mine. It's the same as mine, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, New York on numbers doesn't seem that much harder if you are a good day gamer. But now we're getting to a point where we have to talk about how good is New York for learning day game. And uh, I have to say it's. What? I was gonna. Be, I was miming. Very good. <laughs> it's it's very very tough. It's tough, but the listen. We've done been to the extremes. Belgrade, harder stops. You have to like even the texting is painful. You have to do what multiple dates, right? That takes a while. I feel that's like an extreme where you need to have your everything on point and even after you've gotten your set run the whole dating process is its own mess um i have done london which is almost like new york in terms of how you need to have strong stops uh but yeah i feel like a nice balance between difficulty and yeah the nice balance of difficulty would be kind of new york london um places like prague 
Budapest. Those are like, I feel more on the easy side. And uh, yeah, for a beginner, you don't want to go too easy. We know what happens when you go too easy. You end up having shitty stops. You're not, you're not yeah. properly set up for... Remind me this question. That's a good question. I, I've thought about this because I've, I've, I've coached now in New York and I've coached guys from New York in Europe. Yes. So I've seen what happens when you learn here and I've seen what happens when you come from here, learn in Europe and then come back. <laughs> interesting. I have some interesting thoughts on that. Uh, okay. So about learning the game in New York City, uh, what I noticed the hardest thing is it's hard to get positive reference experience. It's hard to get, oh, she stopped. Nice. It's hard when you're learning is like when you're learning, you're technically pretty, pretty bad. Especially without a coach. Yeah. If you're doing it so, yes. Yeah. Uh, so you're going out and it, you're not getting positive reference experiences. You're going, oh, she stopped. Instead, you're getting like a blowout. It's like nothing. She doesn't stop, doesn't talk to you, walks off. Anything. Like you're just getting bad experiences, uh, which affects your vibe which fucks up your vibe and you might, if you have a bad vibe and vibe is inexplainable thing, it's a thing you cannot teach, it's just something that students get after a few days, they just like go out, go out, go out, boom, all of a sudden they, 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 they do shitty stops, they do worse stacking but girls love it, it's amazing, so technically they're getting worse but the results are getting much much better. So here it's hard to do that because you have so many negative experiences, you get so many blowouts. So it's harder to get positive reference experience. And if you're learning, if you are making mistakes in your sets, your results will show it very, very fast. Unless your front stop is on point, it's She's not fine. gonna it's not gonna work. And, and those mistakes are gonna fuck with your vibe. And so the thing is, guys don't know the mistakes they are making. For example, I've co I coached several day gamers in New York City and guys who have been going out, guys who Sometimes, like one one guy, when preparing for the coaching, got his first day game lay, I think. Um, I think it was his first day game lay, I'm not really sure. Uh, and what all of them told was how they didn't know the small things they were doing wrong in their opens, in their stacking. They'd say, well, I would stack and they, would, they wouldn't stay. They did everything the same, they, they improved their stacking a little bit, all of a sudden girls are staying. So guys don't know what they are doing wrong. So it's hard to get a positive reference, reference experience, it's hard to, it, and it fucks with your vibe. Uh, and as soon as you learn to front stop pretty strong, stack good, and you can use the launch pad, you can start running good sets but again it's hard to get there because of the mistakes you're making early in the sets and we have this kind of like closed loop thing where to get good results you must have good vibe to, to have good vibe you must correct your mistakes to correct your mistakes you must know what exactly you're doing wrong and it's like it's just it's like all these things combined they make build. It, yeah, and it makes it really hard to learn day game in New York City uh, because I think the city itself, you have to love the city. This is a tough city. It's too loud for me. It's too crazy for me. I couldn't live here. Uh, my 
my beer uh, and in general substance abuse in this city is just uh, or not abuse or use in the city is like like nowhere else <laughs> and that to me says okay this isn't the city for me this is like the state it puts me in so if you love the city you have better chance to actually get any results in day game in uh, that city And on the point of if you are living in New York City, should you learn in New York or, or somewhere else in an easier city? Uh, so I've done both versions. And so what happens if you learn in an easier city? In an easier city, you can have a weaker stop and girls will still stop. You can have a little bit weaker stacking and they'll stay a little bit weaker storytelling and you can still succeed so you get to practice all parts of the set the open the stack the wiping uh, get making her invest making her qualify closing strong etc so you get most likely to practice all parts of the set whereas if it's really hard to stop girls you are less likely to get opportunity to uh, to work on parts of the set that are further down the line but uh, I don't know I've seen similar results in both options so I don't actually think it matters for New York because in New York if we spend the first day on learning the front stop and they learn the front stop it's okay yeah uh, well as again New York is diverse you could try doing day game in less busy parts uh, there's a chance that you will actually have less blowouts and probably more likelihood that you can go through the steps to your credit i understand why now you could say that it may not be good for a beginner day game or it would take longer for someone who's literally getting into day game because you need to actually have reference of the entire model to know how to actually use it and to know where the where you do good and where you do bad to make improvements. Yes. So if you can't get that far, you're kind of stuck in first gear. Yeah. Hmm. Well, LA is, is a nice place. <laughs> what? I think LA would be a good place LA? To, to go do. Uh, yeah, it's super chill. Um, if there's a, a nice balance, yeah, you could go to LA or San Diego, do your coaching there. To get no, like, uh, no, not even coaching. Like to learn. Like, is there is a difference between learning on your own and learning with a coach? Coach, true. I think if you learn with a coach, from my experience so far, uh, if you are in New York, well, if you want to go to Europe to check out Europe, sure, go to Europe. If not, do it in New York. New York is an amazing city for coaching. I loved it for coaching. It's incredible. It's just amazing. So if someone is learning with a coach, do whatever the fuck you want. Uh, okay, no, I strike that. If you are learning with me as a coach, I can only talk about myself because I've heard stories about USA and coaches and uh, let's just say those stories haven't been the best ones. So I can only talk about my experience as a coach with my students. So if you're learning with me, you can do it in New York, you can do it in Europe. If you are doing it when the weather is good in New York, yes, New York is good. If you're doing it when it's winter in New York, don't do it in New uh -huh. York. It will be very hard to stop anyone 
when it's cold outside and when they are in a rush. So that way, in that case, definitely don't do it in New York. But if you're learning it on your own, I think New York will be a very hard place to learn it because you will just have a long starting period with um, a lot of shit vibe that might affect not only your day game but your vibe in life in general so it's a tough city to learn on your own yeah you'd probably have to get some thick skin if, if there's anything there are people who live in New York they'll probably never be able to live leave and go somewhere else and they want to be day gamers uh, all we can do is allow you to set expectations and know that hey if you go and do your approaches and people are not stopping for you or they brush you off that happens happens to me all the time right um, but you yeah you just have a bit more of an uphill battle it can be done though it's just gonna be yeah it's just gonna take a while longer depending yes. on the person different people learn different rates but yeah average person is gonna take a while longer so what I, what I yeah I, I really like your point because I forgot to talk about that it's very very important you have to be completely fine with being blown out all the time. Oh, yeah, stings, stings, stings very hard. And if you can't take it, then this isn't the city f to learn on your own. If you can take it and still improve and go out and keep having positive vibes and keep going out on your own or with really yeah. good wings that are better than you, because don't go out with other wings that uh, are can do your can do the stops and just walking around or more or in, with more than one wing at a time never do that but if you can take your blowouts and still feel good about it still feel amazing still be a happy person then this is an amazing city uh, yeah my my final thoughts on new york for day game is the hotness here is unreal you have so many really hot chicks here whatever you like tall short like big asses, small asses, big tits, small tits, anything, any race you like, like, whatever your thing is, it's here. And the volume is amazing. The, the people, number of people on the street is just unbelievable. If you are an experienced day gamer, or if you want to learn day game here with me, this is this, this is an amazing city. If you are a beginner day gamer who wants to find good day game travel destinations, don't come to don't come to New York. <laughs> uh, what are your final thoughts or final words about day game in New York to guys that are listening? Uh, come to New York, do the day game, but know that yeah, enjoy the experience, accept it for what it is. You just have to accept it for what it is and um, whatever happens, if it's not great, completely forget about it, immediately forget about it and just go to your next set. It took me a while to learn this, to adopt this habit, but even when I have the worst set, really pissed off because someone just like completely ignored my existence as a human being, I have to wash it off immediately because there are just so many more girls out there. There's someone out there who will stop you. Your vibe will get better. You just do much better if you just completely accept the experience, what it is, and just go through the process. Don't worry about it. And if you decide to go out or New York, start going out, or if you want to come to New York, 
then we have a bunch of guys from New York in chat. We had a meetup here, but met a bunch of amazing guys. Like, to, I I got I got to have chat with some of them, and they yeah. seemed like really interesting guys who do go out, who do so take very dedicated action. Uh, so definitely ask around in the chat who's from New York. Uh, make sure to tell a bit about yourself because when you do join the chat and you don't tell anything about yourself and you just start asking questions about game or giving advice with, when no one knows who you are, uh, well, no one. If, if you don't introduce yourself, people aren't going to go out with you. So when you join, tell your story, share, share what's your experience, what you're looking for, and and build great connections with guys so come to new york see it for yourself and uh, let us know in the chat how you liked and what was your experience here and now i will get ready to do my final stuff here pack my bag and slowly head back to the lovely city of prague for two more students before I go on my day game vacation to Malta and Morocco to just lay on the beach, learn surfing and enjoy my days. Most likely, uh, so to those who listen to this podcast, you know that me and Mr. T, we're going on a secret adventure. I think we're doing it in May. May. May-ish. So I'll probably have a few more free weeks before that. So if you want to go to Prague, which I'm kind of gotten bored by, and I don't know whether I'll go back to Prague this summer. If you want to do some day game coaching in Prague, hit me up as soon as possible. I will be probably available there mid-April uh, or, or something like that. Or you can join me and Mr. T on our secret day game journey if you want to get coached in a great day game city in Europe that Mr. T has been to but I have never been there that I'm eager to go there and explore it so if you want to know more uh, apart from which city is gonna be because you will only find it out after you've signed up for coaching it, it will be a secret I don't want people to go there uh, just shoot me an email and as you know there is an open trip coming up where anyone can join which is to mother russia end of may so that's it guys go out and do some fucking sets bye ciao